0: You are listening to the podcast series of Mission to Amish People. Today's podcast is part one of three, entitled Understanding the Amish by Joe Kime. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mattministry.org. Welcome to Test All Things. Test All Things is an outreach of Tower to Truth Ministries, and I'm your host, Fran Sankey. You can find us on the web at towertotruth.net. Test all things as a Bible discernment, evangelistic program, dedicated to creating an awareness of, and biblical answers to, false religious teachings opposing Christianity today. Today we'll begin to look at the somewhat mysterious people group known as the Amish. You've certainly seen them if you've ever driven through Lancaster, PA, and more recently you heard about the terrible school shooting in Nickel Mines, PA that left five Amish schoolgirls dead and five more hospitalized. And that was perhaps the saddest tragedy I ever heard, and one that made millions of people ask the same three questions. Why, why, why? Well, today I'm not going to try to make sense out of that horrific tragedy. I believe the Bible has answers, but some we just won't understand on this side of heaven. But today I want to begin an exciting interview with a former Amish man, Joe Kime. Joe is an expert when it comes to the Amish way of life and the Amish religion. Joe and his wife, Esther, were both raised in the Old Order Amish in Ashland, Ohio, and left the group and the religion as young adults. They currently reach out to the Amish community in their ministry called Mission to Amish People. You can find them at mapministry.org if you've ever wondered why the Amish do what they do, if you've wondered what makes them tick, and most importantly, what they believe about God, Jesus, and eternal salvation, today is your day. Hey, welcome to the show, Joe.
1: Thank you, thank you, it's good to be here.
0: Great. Joe, where did the Amish people come from and how long have they existed?
1: Well, the Amish started back in 1693 and uh, they came about over a rift that uh, came up between two leaders in the Mennonite Church. And uh, Jacob Ammon was about 30 years old at the time, and he uh, he had a problem with the excommunication and shunning uh, that uh, was going on at the time in the Mennonite Church, and because of that, and, and foot washing was another reason um, I believe maybe communion had part of it. They, they had communion once a year. He felt like they should have it twice a year. And because of these things, uh, Jacob Ammon turned on the Mennonite leadership and excommunicated them. Later, the, the Mennonite leadership turned on him and his following and excommunicated them. And there was quite a bit of that going on right around 1693. And out of that, uh, the Amish... Uh, would then multiply and later move over to the America.
0: Okay. How many Amish are there now, and and where are they geographically?
1: The Amish double in population about every 20 years, and right now there's 250,000 Amish people living in about 24 different states, and there's about 230 communities that make up... uh, these Amish groups in the 24 different states.
0: Okay, here's a big question, probably one that everybody's thinking about. Why do the Amish separate themselves from the world and and the modern conveniences?
1: Well, I I would like to quote a scripture that is often quoted in the church, and it's the uh, Sermon on the Mount. Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit. He also says, blessed are they that mourn, and blessed are the meek. Now, in the German scriptures, that reads, saved are the poor in spirit. Saved are they that mourn. And so, they believe that they have to uh, go through life in humility, in hard work. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And it's because of those scriptures that they believe they have to live a hard way of life in order to gain uh, favor with God.
0: Hmm. Tell us about your ministry. When did it start and why did you start it and what is your purpose?
1: Well, the ministry started in 1987 when Esther and I first left the Amish. We immediately had a real burden to reach out to the Amish because we came to a point where we realized what what the real, true salvation was about. But it wasn't until 1999 that the Lord clearly called me to go into full-time ministry And uh, it wasn't uh, until two years after that that I actually plunged into the ministry full-time. That was in 2001. And the threefold purpose uh, for the ministry is, number one, it is our desire to reach Amish and former Amish with the gospel. And then number two, it is to assist Amish people in transitioning to an American lifestyle. And number three... The third purpose would be to assist local churches in reaching out to their own communities uh, wherever they are located at.
0: Great. If you just tuned in and you wondering what's going on, we are interviewing Joe Keim, a former Amish man. If you want to contact Joe, you can reach him by phone at 419-962-1515 or on the web at mapministry.org. Joe, a little bit about your testimony. How important was God in your life growing up?
1: Well, when I compare it to how my own children are at this time, uh, there is really no comparison. I looked at God as this person sitting on the throne with a billy club in his hand, and every time I made a mismove, I thought for sure he, he, he was just waiting to whop me a good one. And I had a real fear of God. Um, It was somebody that I didn't think you could get real close to, but I had this desire in my heart that when I die, that's where I would want to be because obviously God is in heaven. So that's kind of how I felt about God. I I looked at him as, as one who had to be feared and reverent.
0: Okay, you mentioned heaven. How did you think you were going to make it to heaven, and what were you taught that God required of you?
1: Number one, I thought that I had to obey my parents. Number two, I believed that when I became the age of accountability, which in their eyes or in my community, it was at the age of 17, I would begin the process of becoming a member and and later on would become baptized and then follow the rules. And I believe that if I did these three things, then God would allow me into heaven when I died.
0: Okay, if you did those three things, what assurance did you have of this? Any assurance at all?
1: Absolutely no assurance. To say that you have assurance of going to heaven is to be Prideful or boasting. And they would often quote the scripture out of Luke 18 where the, the the Pharisee and the publican went up to pray. And the Pharisee stood there and he said, I thank thee that I am not like other men. And, and he talked about fasting twice a week and giving his tithes and all that he possessed. To that, to or to the Amish, uh, this was a man that felt like he he was on his way to heaven. He, he was boasting, and obviously we know the rest of the story. And they always considered themselves as being on the side of the publican.
0: Okay. Did you read the Bible as an Amish young man, and is Bible study generally stressed in the religion?
1: We read very little of the Bible. First of all, it was in German, and it was a language that we learned how to read, pronounce out the words, but even after years of reading the Bible uh, periodically, I still probably only knew about 10 percent of what I read. And uh, Bible studies were strictly forbidden. You were not allowed to carry Bibles outside the home. Uh, We did have family circle Bible studies, I guess you could call it a Bible study, every other Sunday because those Every other Sunday, we didn't go to church. And it was at those times that we would sit down and read the scriptures. But even then, even Dad and Mom knew very little about what scripture really taught.
0: If you're just tuning in, I am interviewing Joe Keim, a former Amish man. If you want to learn more about the Amish, you can contact Joe on his website at mapministry.org, M-A-P, Ministry or by phone at 419-962-1515. Joe, did you ever question the Amish religion as being true?
1: I never did until I turned about 16 or 17 years of age, and I think that's probably kind of common for a young teenager uh, to come to a point in his life where you really sit down and and you ask yourself, "Is, is what mom and dad and the church have always taught me really what God wants, and I went through that uh, myself, and um, I guess I began to kind of question uh, whether it was really true, and, and I had questions that really uh, mom and dad were not able to answer, and most of them had to do with why we lived the way we, de- we did and why we did the things we did, and, and it, the answer was always, well, it's because of our forefathers did it this way. And we don't ask questions, we just do what we've been taught.
0: Wow. How did you view those outside the Amish religion like a Baptist, a Protestant, or, or a Catholic? Could could they be saved too?
1: Uh that's a good question. You know, that hardly ever came up, but in the my in my mind, and I believe in, in the mind of most Amish people, we we kind of looked at it this way, Fran. We we thought that every different denomination was just coming up on different sides of the mountain. But eventually, if they obeyed their parents and they obeyed the church, they would all, we or we would all meet up together at the top of the mountain. Okay. So you didn't really judge them. You didn't judge them. You just, you know, it's between them and God. But I have to be Amish because I was born Amish.
0: Right, so you have to be born Amish and die Amish to be saved. Yes. Right. So what happened to you to make you realize that the Amish religion, well, wasn't really true?
1: Probably the scripture in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. I remember when the person that led me to the Lord pointed that scripture out, and it made sense for the very first time. And I realized that salvation was a gift that i could not possibly earn but that it was a gift that had to be received and when when that sank in i realized that the amish religion was works and it was contrary to the word of god as far as one a person getting to heaven
0: if you're just tuning in i am interviewing joe kime joe kime is if you want to contact him, he's a former Amish man. His phone number is 419-962-1515. And you can reach him on the web at mapministry.org. That's M-A-P-ministry.org. And if you're interested in a CD of this three-part interview on the Amish religion, you can contact me. My email is help at tower2truth.net. And my phone number is 610 610- that's 610-513-5525. My website, again, is at TowerToTruth.net. You can find past radio shows archived on MP3 form, ready to listen to online or download. You can find info on Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonism, Roman Catholicism, Christian Science, Islam, and more. Don't forget to tune in next week for part two of the interview with former Amish Joe Kime from Mission to Amish People. And remember, don't just believe everything you hear, but test all things. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.matministry.org, or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.